Friends of mine were visiting, coming back from Illinois, and went to a church for Mass because it would have been late getting back to their home parish in the city. And it was probably about two months ago, or maybe sometime like that, and it was when, you know, they were separating children from their parents at the border, and the cardinal had written a letter on it. So the priest got up and he preached about that, and he read and quoted some of what the cardinal said. So they were leaving after Mass, and as they were leaving, a group of about 20 people gathered around the priest and started to yell at him for kind of bringing politics into the church and for uh, they were disagreeing what he was saying. And then another group of about 40 people gathered around them and started yelling at them for yelling at the priest. You guys are much more civilized than that. <laughs> but that gives you an insight into what is happening in the gospel because twice in the life of Jesus. One, one in the Synoptic Gospels, they said that Jesus turned his face towards Jerusalem, meaning that he was going to go up where the seat of power, the seat of politics was. And people said, mm -mm, I disagree with you, we're leaving. What is even deeper is what is happening today, is where the disciples who were following Jesus began to say, the God that you worship is not the God that we worship. This is not something that we can follow. It's not something we agree with. So it is a, the subtext to John's bread of life is, many took offense at him. People took offense at what Jesus was saying. Because what drove Jesus above anything else in what he said and did was his experience of his Father in heaven. And this is what Jesus acted out of, his experience of his Father in heaven. There are three aspects of, to boil it down, three aspects of what Jesus was about, Jesus' experience of the Father. And it is that God loves me unconditionally, that God forgives me, and God is always present to me. Now, it would be great if you could remember those three things, and to remember them and repeat them several times during a day, because they can bring a lot of balance into our lives. Let us look at the first one, God loves me unconditionally. So, it is important for us to remember Catherine of Siena said, don't you understand God is running after you day and night as though he has nothing to do but simply occupy himself with you. A wonderful mystic and a great saint and a very spiritual person. That was her insight into God, that God has nothing else to do but to occupy himself with you. So there is, the Father knows each one of us intimately and in our entirety. And he loves us personally and unconditionally. And just as we are, you are sitting here right now, it is important that you remember that. That is the God that we worship. 
God is always concerned what is best for me. And God will never give up on us as a hopeless case because he loves me. We can neither increase nor decrease that love. All we can do is accept it because God is who God is. The very fact that you exist is a vindication of the love that God has for you because you are suffused with God's love, with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So it's important that we remember that. Another crucial aspect of what Jesus spoke about was that God always forgives me. So it is, to, uh, a theologian put it beautifully, he says that a lot of people relate to God as a therefore God, a therefore God, that I have to be perfect and pure because God forgot to love me. But he said that the God of Jesus Christ was a nevertheless God. The God says, okay, you have done wrong, I forgive you. Nevertheless, let's move on. And uh, when Jesus met the paralytic and he was lying on the, on the stretcher, Jesus said, take up your mat and walk. Put it on your shoulder instead of having it lift you around all through your life. And that can easily happen to any of us <clears throat> when we hold ourselves in our mistakes, hold ourselves in our sins, or if we hold somebody else in their sin as well. There is nothing, no situation, no condition, nothing you have ever done that God can't forgive. And that is what he wants us to, to accept as the beautiful gift of forgiveness that God brings into our lives. God, no matter, and it's, it's once again, it is unconditional. And that is important that we remember that as well. God is always present to me, is the last one. So the aspect that Jesus speaks about is, is the word compassion. And that is a womb-like love. That just as a mother has the love for the child of her womb, that intimacy, and that is the presence that, that Jesus is saying, this is how Jesus experienced his Father, and that, that, that God is present to us in every situation in which we find ourselves in, even in the darkest events of our life, even in the most worrisome times of our life we have to remind ourselves that God is always present there. My experience is when people are going through difficult times, God often reveals himself through other people being present to them at that time. So this is what Jesus believed in. God always loves me. God always forgives me. And no matter what I go through in life, God is always present to me. This is what Jesus wanted people to know. 
and it beautifully reflects the, 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 the Holy Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. People took offense at that. It is sad to say that today, even some people today will take offense at it. We take offense at it if we do not accept God's unconditional love for us, if we, if we qualify it. We take offense at it if we do not accept that we are forgiven. We take offense at it if we do not realize that God is present in darkness, in joy, in sorrow, and if we think that he is absent from our lives in any way. So let us pray for the grace to have the same relationship with the Father as Jesus had, and let's pray that we do not slip into taking offense at what God wants for each one of us.